Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm Thomas. I'm Mark. I'm Kayla. I'm Gael. Um, yeah, we're back. <laughs> welcome back. Um, if you're new here, we're a mental health podcast, but we kind of strayed away from that. We just talk about anything, everything. Mental health, let me get cool. All at once. Yeah. Everything, everywhere. All yeah. at once. Wow, um, that's so good. I know. And today, well, first off, here's some context. Kayla and I took this gender and sexuality <laughs> class this um, last semester, mm-hmm. and it kind of did a number on us. It really did. Um, it made me question a lot of things. It made me open my eyes to the reality of the world. Um, but yeah, you can go a little bit more into it. Yeah. Okay. Specifically, they made us read this book called Ruby Fruit Jungle. And just like a general gist of it, it's just the main character navigating a very heteronormative um, world as a homosexual woman, lesbian. And I don't know, it's just like very eye-opening because they talk a lot about labels and the kind of role that labels play in our society and how she doesn't really identify with like either sides of the binary. I don't know. It made me question all the things. It made Kayla question all a lot of things. And recently, Guile, I did read it. I did. And what, what are your were thoughts? thoughts? Um. Yeah. So, look. For the past like three weeks, Thomas and Kayla had kept correcting me on my use of labels, and I was like, "God, <laughs> oh, fucking damn it, bro!" And they were like, "You should read this book." <laughs> um. And I was like, "Okay," because they were like, "Yeah," like really like, like 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 like. It, they were like, "Oh fuck!" Oh my god! <laughs> I did it right <laughs> after. They they just said it really changed their life, and and I thought, oh well, that sounds interesting, and I am have always been interested in in the role that sexuality plays in our lives, not so much labels until recently, um, especially like, you know, what does it mean to be non-binary or binary and gender and such. So I read it, and yeah, I think really the big premise of the book is labels, not just in sexuality, but gender as well and femininity and masculinity and like all it encompasses labels in every single aspect of our lives and how it kind of affects us so i read it um and i i I feel like i really got sucked into the book at first i thought it was boring at first i thought it was kind of boring i was about to give up after like two chapters i was like this kind of boring like i don't like whatever i'm not gonna read anymore but i kept going and then it started to get really good because you know the main character has a family and there's this character that that comes from a, a uh, a background of poverty and she doesn't really know her biological parents and she she has a really caring father but a sort of condescending mother that really enforces the idea that of what a woman should ideally look like and keep in mind this book takes place in like the 1940s or 50s I think so there's still these set values of you know family values a strong man and a caretaker woman and so they have this kid obviously that's in I think in the sixth grade when the book starts and even as a sixth grader, she's kind of like, I don't want to marry a man. I really don't care about boys. I don't, like, why can't I as a woman decide to be the president or something or a doctor? And she starts to question her values as a as a woman and what it means to be a man and a woman and such. And so throughout the book, she kind of just keeps exploring that. And I think what I enjoyed it a lot because it was a really sad book and it it just really encompassed the 
period of time that she was living in and how hard it must have been to be queer, which was a reminder of how hard it still even is now. I think because we're in California, we tend to not see a lot of that since we're in such a liberal state. But if you go to Florida, you have like the don't say gay bill where you literally can't talk about being gay or anything. And I think this book was a reminder of the reality that many queer people experience. And I just thought it was so sad because, you know, she faces a lot of violence and discrimination and people just talk down on her and see her like not really even as a human just because she's queer. Um, And then back to the whole label aspect of stuff. I feel like it really made me try to question everything that I do and why I do it. Cause I think we all kind of tend to think we have this, like the illusion of choice that like I'm choosing to do this because I enjoy it until we like truly start to think about it. We're like, wait, where did I pick that up? I, where did I pick up that? This is what I needed to do. And I feel like that's something that I've always struggled with a little bit because I kind of question myself almost too much. I'm like, why am I doing this? Who am I doing this for? And so this book was like, it was it was eye opening in a lot of ways, and and one point is like, you know, what does it mean to have sex with someone? What does sex mean to you? And I feel like we see even you know what's funny is I think gay people tend to tell a lot of straight men and women like, why don't you explore? Like, why don't you just go like do something and see if you like it or not? Like, I mean, maybe you are. Everyone's a little bit gay. But then there's a lot of queer people that refuse to do anything that's remotely straight as well. And they refuse to explore that aspect as well. And they're like, no, I can never date a woman. I can never have sex with a woman. I want men and that only men. And I think that's one of the things that I realized was like just very hypocritical, even in the queer community, that we all like to think we're like super fluid in what we're willing to explore. And like we preach that on to others. But then we ourselves don't really do that. You know? Yeah, no. Because that was exactly the revelation that, like, I had that, wait, why don't I like girls? Because for the longest time, I think I was so just, like, focused on my identity as a gay man that I never, ever even considered the thought of me being with a girl. And after reading the book, I kind of was like, I think I'm really letting labels stop me from a lot of things um like my gender identity and my sexuality and yeah. ever since like i kind of just reboot like removed myself from that even because i i am i guess a gay man but i am completely open to like being with a girl so then i'm like Wait, then maybe I'm I shouldn't say I'm a gay man. And I'm just like this whole thing about labels is just it makes it so complicated. And so I'd rather not use labels at all. But yeah, I mean, it just made me realize that I would be with a girl. I'm open with that. And my gender identity as a male, that also kind of was taken into consideration because I remember when I was growing up I was never really, like, a fan of being a guy. Like, I always was kind of wishing to be a girl because it made things e- easier. Like, it would make my sexuality easier. It would make, like, things on my family easier because they wanted a girl. And it just felt like I was in the wrong body. 
And I think as time goes on, you kind of just like grow comfortable with the idea of like, like this is who you are. So like now I'm like, okay, well, yeah, I like being a guy, but that's only because I only know what it is like being a guy. Yeah, yeah. that's that's a good point because I, I think something I struggle with a lot in a lot of areas of my life is the difference between genuinely wanting to do something and just trying to figure out if I want to do something and how you figure out that I want to do it. Because I think, like, for example, I tend to question myself a lot. Like, do I want to do that? I don't know if that's what I want to do. But I'm like, how do I figure that out? And it's like the only way you could figure out is by doing it. But it's so scary sometimes to do, you know, whatever it is. Like, if, 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 if you if we're using sex as an as an example and I'm like hmm I've always considered myself like not always but <laughs> recently I've been I'm like I'm a gay man I want to marry a man and have like sexual relations with the man and that's what I've labeled myself as and there's been times and I feel like I've in general have always been open to the idea of having sex with a woman and I feel like I would want to experience it at least once. And I know that I want to experience it. But at the same time, I don't know if I want to do it. Because I'm like, oh, I don't know if I would enjoy it. Like, I don't know if I want to put myself through that. Like, I don't want to do it. But at the same time, I want to try it. So there's that difference between not necessarily wanting to do it, but wanting to push yourself to try it. Yeah, just being open to the idea. Yeah. Yeah, which is, which makes it complicated because it's like if I don't want to do something, do I really got to push myself to do it? And I guess I just do it kind of in the spirit of experiencing everything in life um, at least once because like why not? Like what is the worst that could happen? And I think that book really pushed me even further on that. Like, yeah, in reality, what is the consequence? If you break down your ego, your self-image, and you truly become this like fluid person what does it mean as to me as a gay man to have sex with a woman once? And I feel like since a lot of us have these labels onto ourselves and we have this structured view of our identity, we're so scared to break that down. And to me, like having sex with a woman and then possibly enjoying it, I feel like there's that fear that it would completely break down what I see as my reality. Like, oh shit, am I not gay? Am I not that? Um, so I think that's when you kind of have to start to realize why people say I know who I am like no matter what I do and what I like no I know who I am Tr- I've tried everything and I know what I like now so hopefully I hope one day I kind of reach that state of truly knowing what I want and not like letting simple things kind of break down my identity like because I think there's a fear that I'll enjoy it like if I have sex with a woman what if I enjoy it like what if I like it does that mean I'm straight but it's like I don't want to be straight or bisexual. Like, I don't necessarily want to marry a woman or, like, have sex with a woman. I kind of just want to be gay. <laughs> so that's fine. But there's that fear of possibly enjoying it because it could potentially really mess with your identity. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I agree with everything that you guys are saying, especially just, like, making you question everything and how you grew up and what you like and don't like, what you're willing to explore. Um but it did the book. It did make me question my own sexuality. Um, and then I started to think about just like me as like a kid. And my mom is like very religious. So obviously she's like, you know, anything that's remotely just like gay, like 
especially for guys, you know, um, she'd just be like, why are you doing that? You know, mm-hmm. like, don't be gay or whatever. It's just like very much instilled that, you know, it's it was a negative thing. Um, and so I feel like that stuck with me either like I feel like it was subconsciously um, and I never really like allowed myself to explore my own sexuality and after reading the book i sort of just realized like why haven't i like i i feel like i was just disclosing myself of even trying just because either i was too scared or like i didn't want people to think a certain way of me or whatever and i don't know it just made me think like why why haven't i tried it at least you know especially because like let's say if I have thought of like girls in a romantic way and I like pushed away the thought because I didn't think much of it. It's like, well, where did the thought come from? You know, it's mm. just like just questioning myself, honestly. Um, I, I wouldn't say it did much for like my gender identity. I feel like I am pretty comfortable with that. But um, again, with the sexuality and the thing is, it's like, I don't, I don't know. It's like, do I really have to label myself as like bi or um, lesbian or whatever? It's just like the way I see it's unnecessary for me. I know that labels help a lot of people because it makes them feel like they can attach a name to like what they're feeling and things like that. And I completely understand that. But I think for me, it sort of does the opposite where I feel restricted in the sense of like i have to say that i'm like with this one thing and it's like i can't go beyond that um so yeah i mean i don't i don't know i don't have an answer yet and i'm not in a rush to find mm-hmm. out it's not like there's a deadline on this and mm-hmm. it's like i need to make out with a girl right now <laughs> right you now. know <laughs> it's just like i i'm taking my time if something feels natural then it's natural and if nothing happens then nothing happens it's like I'm just going to see where time takes me and I'm not in a rush for anything. Yeah. I think we all just grow up only seeing like a woman and a man Mm -hmm. and a man as a man and a woman as a woman. And it's like, it's all we know. So obviously a lot of us don't question it. That's why I doubt that a lot of straight people are like straight. I think like, I think you're only straight because you grew up only seeing and like knowing what it is to be straight like it's not that like you have actually explored the idea yeah yes exactly and i guess it just makes me a little bit sad because what if you know somebody does explore and they do end up liking it it's like Mm -hmm. you restricted yourself to this whole other side just because you were too scared to try yeah and it's Mm -hmm. like i don't want that to be me and i i don't want that to happen to me so yeah labels just see what happens the fear of being labeled is the scariest thing i think to any human being labeled by society labels really control our entire perception of ourselves and what we choose to present ourselves as whether it be like cool lame as superficial as that or or as like gay and lesbian you know we're so scared of those labels and, and being perceived and seen in those ways that it like truly prevents us from attempting anything that's beyond the norm and that's why i think at least I hope as time goes on, I kind of, I want to become a more free version of myself because there's so many, like if you really think about it, there's so many things that even while, even while being aware, we still stop ourselves because that fear is mm-hmm. so 
so great. Um, I like in you know when you think about sexuality, what does it mean to be gay or straight? If you think about relationships in the books, part of it I think is like, well, why can I have two girlfriends? Why can I love two people? And it's like. That's also another thing that I think it, a lot of people struggle with. It also made me think about that too, like <laughs> <laughs> about open relationships. Um, and I think there's a, like a huge stigma to it, obviously, where it's like, how are, how are you able to do that? Like, how can you not just be like loyal and committed to mm-hmm. one person? And I am very much open to like a polyamorous relationship because, again, it's like, why why aren't I? It's, yeah, it's more just like instead of saying like well why are you doing this it's like why am i not doing this you know and i did think about that too Mm -hmm. um yeah so it just made me think about a lot of things and like what is considered to be like normal and not normal and how you're saying about like the fear of like let's say you like you did like having sex with a girl for example it's like then what does that do for your own identity um for me even before i oh i don't have a label to my sexuality yet or like for sure but um i was already thinking like oh my god if i am like what do i tell my mom (laughs) (laughs) i was already thinking ahead i was like would i even tell her or like would i tell like my siblings and i was just like already thinking about that but again it's like there's nothing to tell (laughs) yeah there's nothing to tell yet so um i completely get like it can change your dynamics with other people yeah and that's also i feel like probably one of the most scarier parts it's like the way people are going to treat you now mm-hmm. even though it's like you're still you it's just yeah you know, what i feel like i had that same experience in like sixth grade i remember i was like oh my god do i like looking at men <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah and so like i never you know it was <laughs> it was like one of those things i'm like oh, i'm gonna look at women because that's what i know i'm like supposed to do and then once i'm like do I like looking at men? Like, why am I always searching up pictures of, like, actors and being like, wow, he's so pretty. <laughs> I'm like, well, what the fuck? It's like, oh, my God, no, I can't do that. Because then I would have to tell my mom and then I'd have to tell my family and my friends. And I would forever live with that over my entire life. And it would be so much work. And I remember telling myself, like, I'll just, I'll just, like, forget about it. Like, I don't want to deal with that. I really don't want to deal with it. I'll just forget about it. Um. So yeah, I think a lot of us get that instilled as a, at a young age that it just it just seems like too much work to truly be yourself. So we decide to be what mm-hmm. is more socially acceptable and I guess normal. And just like all the consequences with like your parents knowing that and then it just it changes everything. It truly mm-hmm. does change everything and you kind of have to sacrifice your relationships with others in order for you in order for your relationship with yourself, which really sucks because I don't know. It's like a lose win, and then like I don't know. I feel like we've just grown in such like a narrow minded world, and I think it stopped me from really reaching my potential. And that's kind of what I've been focusing on for over the past year. Is just that I want to know myself more. I want to know what I want, who I am, and yeah yeah i mean um mark you haven't read the book but what do you think to be honest it's very like overwhelming like listening to different um different topics from the book you don't have to like think about the book just like general topics of like sexuality like have you ever questioned your own um 
Um, I definitely do think about the consequences when I go down that route. Like, oh, what am I going to tell my mom? What am I going to tell my friends? What am I going to do? Um, I feel like I don't have a strong sense of my identity either way. So I don't know if exploring or like a, a, a identity. I don't know. Because like you guys said, do I even need like an identity to force myself onto? So when you said that, like, um, you thought about like, what if you told you like your mom and stuff like that? Yeah. So you've thought in general, like, what if you were into like guys? Or oh yeah, um, I've okay. like throughout the past, I've definitely did think about what if I was because I did feel like intimate connections with guys before um was it romantically was it just platonically i don't know um it's something that that's scary to think about because of the stigma that my family put on homosexual people and I guess there's like a part of me that's fighting that so that I don't get judged by by my family. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. think that's also like, that's a good point of like, how do you truly know if it's romantic or platonic? Because they're oh, yes. so, so For similar. Sure. And and that's 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 something that's, uh, that's I'm currently um, thinking about right now. Even, even in my like, regular friendships yeah my regular <laughs> friendships like boy girl friendships right mm-hmm. normal like, friendships <laughs> <laughs> regular heterosexual <laughs> relationships <laughs> like i i do want like platonic friendships with like girls and i think that's like very 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 okay what am i even trying to say i don't, I don't even think about it too much I think it's 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 what other people say because like I just be like I could be like hanging out with a girl and then and then people would be like oh is that your girlfriend or they would assume that that would be my girlfriend in my head I know that no she's not she's just a friend but it's what other people like put on that's like pretty annoying yeah it's 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 also like a, I feel like it's a weird feeling just trying to figure out the actual difference between romantic and platonic yeah. um which i think is what you know like if i i don't know it's like it's just what do you have to kind of tell yourself in order to try to figure that out how do you figure out if it's platonic or romantic like what kind of is the general border that you cross yeah i experienced that with like both genders you know even with guys I noticed that I found myself very fond hanging out with them. Even like my best friends, I'm like, I like you. But do I like you like you or do mm-hmm. I just like you? <laughs> yeah, what makes the difference? I right? mean, like, what like, makes the difference? Can you think of them in like a romantic way? I th- I think of like, <laughs> like sometimes <laughs> it'd be like a fantasy in my head if we were like living together. Or, you know, like the typical like marriage, like, oh, mm-hmm. that'd be cool. In terms of like sexually, that's that never came across my point on my mind. Is that the fucking? Is that the border? Is that the border? Is that the border? I don't know because 
like what if you because what if you find let's say you see a guy you're like wow he's, he has a handsome face like yeah, i could appreciate his attractiveness yeah, yeah and then you also become friends with him and you start to be like oh you know he's he'd be a cool person to like spend my life with yeah. you know then how does sexuality work that would allow your brain to be like i can be sexually pleased by him aroused by him and also like is it a is it like a, a set thing or is it something you like learn to be okay with yeah that's mm. like what i, think I don't know i've seen that like a lot of bisexual people mm. have like they're able to experience an emotional connection with one gender mm. and like only a physical connection with um another gender mm, that's interesting yeah so that's the thing i didn't know that really <laughs> no I didn't yeah know yeah that. so oh really that's so, so interesting to you so it's like not ugh. So it's like, not like a range is like very specific. I mean, it can be anything you want. I think whatever like er- you're I mean, into. everything just varies based on like the person. It's like that's not, that's the yeah, crazy thing. Like it, you can literally like whatever exactly. you like. It's, but how do you decide if you like it? That's well, the if weird you're, thing. Well, then try it. You, like if you're try it. Obviously, if if like something crosses your mind and it's like a repeating thought, then maybe explore it. I agree. But then once you explore it, see if you like. Like, because I think you're w- stressing out too much. About I do. This is what like I mean. This is what I mean. This is like what I mean when maybe I stress like, out. Once you you explore it, then you're able to like get closure on that thought. Very it's like true. you don't have to keep yeah. on toying with it and like you know thinking about like should I do this? Should I not? Like why am I yeah. thinking this? It's like once you once you do it, it's now like, you know. Now you know yeah. you have the answers that you. I'm a, I'm gonna be honest. Like talking about it, it it definitely feels relieving because i was i was very quiet like earlier because i was i was in my head i was like i was questioning like my sexuality like, mm-hmm. man am i gay like i always i always have like these thoughts and these mm-hmm. ideas but knowing that you don't even have to set put yourself like a label definitely helps like putting yourself a label that's even like that's a bad thing right mm-hmm. not necessarily oh mm-hmm. that just, it's not a not bad a thing it just has its like consequences very very yeah. true no, but I feel like talking about it definitely helps. And the thing is, I feel like a lot of people do have these thoughts. They, they just don't say they it. don't say it yeah. out I mean, loud. Like before this, I, I wouldn't Ex- even say it. No. <laughs> exactly. And I think like if more people were open to having that discussion, it's it would make a lot of other people realize that like it's normal. It really yeah. is normal. And to, that's like, what you guys have did. These thoughts. Yeah, you guys had this conversation. Oh, that's so and true. It, it, yeah, like the thing my, is, it's like it's normal. Mind. Like it's exactly. literally just human nature. It's I just so, huh? we're so conditioned to believe only like one thing is right and one right. thing is wrong. Like, yeah, I feel like it makes life fun as but, yeah, well. Exactly. Like, yeah, I've I'm a very big believer and wanted to try absolutely everything mm-hmm. before I die. Um, and that's why like even in beyond sex and stuff like this aspect of like balancing my values and ego with my value of wanting to try everything at least once as long as it's not doing any harm obviously so it's like it's a weird it's a challenging thing and i think it really it just really it really makes you question um your identity a lot i'm not really even sure how to explain it but yeah i think i think trying to understand when you like it like if you try it and you're like i didn't really like it well what if it just wasn't the right person try it again like it's also like how many times do you have to try something in order to be like okay i think i don't like (laughs) (laughs) well i think it's just like up to you yeah you will know when 
I suppose like if you so, try it with maybe. one person and you don't like it, but obviously you're still debating whether you like you're it like, or not, hmm. then maybe you did kind of like it. It's just not the right person. Perhaps. Yeah. I, I think the sole focus of, of this mindset is just exploring. To the full. Exploring like what you yeah. like. And what just you keeping want. an open mind. Really. Exactly. Like, it's not. Do anything. Everything. Yeah. I guess just trying and trying until the thought leaves your mind because you're like, I'm over it. I really don't care anymore. Like I yeah. didn't like it. Um, I suppose so. I feel like that's yeah. a good general rule. Like, if I kept trying it, still had the thought, tried it once more, and then finally I was like, okay, honestly, I'm bored of this thought. Like, I don't think I like it. Yeah. I think as soon as it leaves your mind and your conscious is when you know. Yeah. Yeah. And it's good to do it while you're so young mm-hmm. because, There's I mean, so you biology. have so much freedom. Yeah. And I feel like there definitely gets to a point where, like, oh, well, I'm t- it's too late. Like, mm-hmm. it's too late to figure everything out. Like, I'm already comfortable mm-hmm. doing this. Like, yeah. I have a wife and everything, like. Okay. I'll just stick with what I know. Yeah. And then you're just like unhappy for the rest of your life. Or not unhappy, but what if you could be happier? That's yeah. that's, that's, sure. that's yeah. the thing that really gets me is that like I'm happy as um predominantly gay man. Mm. But what if I was happier as like a girl? You know, like mm. I've always explored that idea when I was like very young and I just repressed it for so long. And then it kind of resurfaced when I read the book. And now I'm just like, what if I was happier? Like, <laughs> like genuinely, like, what if? And, like, the thing is, like, I wouldn't know unless I do it. But, like, it just feels like it's too late. Like, I, I like being a guy now. Like, I've grown really comfortable to, like, being a guy. And I'm really good at being one. Like, you know what I mean? It's it's just, <laughs> it's really just my <laughs> own personal <laughs> dilemma. I'm good at misogyny. <laughs> no, he's I'm comfortable just, with it he's comfortable I'm, I'm, just, I'm just good I don't, know, I don't know how to put it I'm just good uh-huh yeah. yeah okay that's interesting yeah um I mean unironically I think that's why the mindset of like a whole's a whole helps people like a lot of like toxic <laughs> straight men genuinely for real that like so look bad. I'm serious you did on that that. <laughs> yes. quote holds a whole I think it. that quote has like unleashed a whole generation from the shackles <laughs> of toxic masculinity okay. <laughs> I'll hear you out. Yes, yeah. I understand yeah, I what you're it, saying. Yeah. It was just it's unexpected. Just, like, <laughs> I feel like I could not wait to say it. No, because I thought about it. Because I think a lot of toxic masculinity comes from like not even wanting to say the word mm-hmm. gay or lesbian or being like maybe I am gay. Like maybe I am someone that could like the same. You know. Yeah. And so when you put it as bisexual, it's like oh no, no man, no like man, no. But it's like. It's so funny. I think when you say a whole's a whole, it objectifies everything and that it destroys the concept of gender so much because you've objectified it to that point that straight men feel comfortable being like, okay, maybe I could explore that. Because as long as you objectify it, straight men are cool with anything. <laughs> yeah, like. literally. Literally. You objectify it, it's okay. That's the cure. Because <laughs> then they, <laughs> you objectify it enough and you destroy the social construct of gender. And so their men just see it as a whole sexual pleasure. Mm-hmm. And so if it's just sexual pleasure, what does something it mean? To conquer, something to conquer, something to own. Mm-hmm. Literally, that yes. will be its own episode right after this. Anyways, well, let's talk about that. Yeah, yeah. no, literally. <laughs> um, I think that's it for this episode. Yeah. Um, that was a good one. Yeah, anything longer, and we'll just go in circles. But I hope you all think about Question your sexuality, yeah. your labels, this. Episode was brought to you by Ruby Fruit Jungle by <laughs> Rita Mae Brown. Yeah, um, not sponsored though. Take a gender sponsored. sexuality class. Yeah, Thank not you. sponsored. Wait, can just... we say our professor's name? 
Um, USC, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. Dr. Diane York Blaine. Blaine, yeah. Ooh. Amazing professor. Thanks. You really did a number yeah. on us. I know. <laughs> um, Little do Take you know. a gender and sexuality <laughs> class if you can. You might think you know everything there is to know, like, but there's so much for you to always learn about. Yeah. And yeah, really, Good really fun. transformed our lives. And mm -hmm. it's something that's still, like, you know, affecting us to yeah. this day. Who it's knows? a process. Yeah, who knows when we'll get answers, but mm -hmm. I'm not I'm not in a rush to figure it out. So. Exactly. So explore everything. Why not? Explore everything without the fear of what society will think of yourself and without any judgment for yourself. I think a lot of us tend to judge ourselves internally and be like, I'm disgusting for wanting that. I'm disgusting for wanting to try that. But you're not. Try it. Really, if it's not harming yourself or anyone, like, why not? You know, why not try it? I feel like that single attitude has the highest potential to completely change the quality of your life. So regardless, thank you for listening. Uh, I'll put something in the comment section. If you're listening on Spotify, there's like a little poll. Um, and besides that, we will see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.